Thanks for tuning in to Blokes of Wrestling on the Let's Get Ready Network, brother. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, professional wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR Network. And please, leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Brother, brother. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Drop Kicks. You're here live again on a Saturday afternoon, twitch.tv slash LGR Network. Appreciate you all tuning in today. And man, Soda, another week. Why do they keep doing this to us? Just it's way, way too much going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> only mid-February and already in the year of professional wrestling. So, so much has happened. Oh, yeah. And just, just game-changing, just uh, historical moves uh, taking place. And, uh, you know, I think going into this year, I predicted that it was going to be a pretty crazy year for pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. And boy, has it ever been so yeah, far. Yeah, when you predicted it, did you think it would be this crazy this soon? <laughs> uh, maybe not. Maybe not. I think it was, a lot of shit was going to happen, but just so much in just a couple months already. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, for, for the – you know, we don't I know we don't have as many uh, – people following the show on LGRs, some of our other shows, but I feel like the majority of the people that may be tuning into this probably tuned into our Light the Fuse show that me and Justin did earlier in the week where we discussed the, the two like big news stories of, mm-hmm. of the week uh, in depth. So if you want to get the majority of my thoughts on that, uh, definitely go back and check that show out if you haven't already. But uh, Soda, definitely want to hear from you about uh, both of the big things that happened. So biggest one of all, Cody Rhodes league leaving AEW uh, with Brandy, looking like he will be signing with WWE if he hasn't already. Brandy, however, not. Uh, there was a lot of other details that came out about the story as the week progressed. Possibly some jealousy with Tony Khan, uh, losing booking control a little bit as as the the promotion progressed. Uh, wasn't too thrilled about that. And I think there was a lot of other factors involved, but uh, I want to get your thoughts on this, uh, on Cody leaving. Well, if uh, you'd have had an AEW bingo card and said Cody Rhodes would be the first to leave and potentially return to WWE, I would have yeah. said you're nuts. Like, of all the people, I never thought it would be Cody who would be the first. Right, you got to figure, like, this would have happened a few years in regardless. Yeah. But Cody was, like, so instrumental in the founding yeah. of AEW and the company and yeah. putting it all together to, to start with. And so th- this is, I think, one of the more unexpected names you would have seen jump ship. You would figure like an MJF or somebody, but like yeah. But I mean, Cody. It's the first one would have been Cody, in my opinion. But here yeah. and here we are. And you know what? If they keep, if they keep, if they if they let Cody do what he's been doing, he'll be fine. He will. He'll be fine. And uh, I, for once, for for a moment, I, I thought for I, for a moment he would be debuting at today's Elimination Chamber. We'll we'll get into why yeah. I did that. Later, but uh, no, good for Cody. Um, definitely good for him because a lot of his family's legacy is, is typically tied with WWE and everything they own, so it, that makes sense in that way. And he is a much bigger star than when he left, so it's a big get for WWE. Brandy, I'm not surprised that she's not coming back though. I, I don't really see a place for her there, yeah, agreed. And you know what? Maybe mm-hmm. it's good for her to, to go and be a mom. Maybe years. yeah, could be a mom. Like Cody, Cody's gonna be making so much money. You don't oh, need to God. worry about wrestling. Yeah. And like, yeah, she's got other projects that she can focus on as well. So I mean, it's not like she's gonna be, she's not gonna be hurting. But right, I'm surprised she's not gonna be there. And as to the other, other big news that we we did, because yeah, that was just pretty much my thoughts on Cody and AW. Um, yeah, wasn't expecting it, but I'm glad he is. I think he can do great stuff if they let him be Cody Rhodes. But so cold, Steve Austin, man. Uh, you could, you knew this was going to happen, but it should have happened a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. I was joking about how, uh, I thought they would drag him out for one of these Saudi Arabia shows. Cause it seems like they were like, she was like Michaels and Undertaker and all these yeah. guys like age that never wrestled it. Like, oh, we got to pl- please the Saudi prince. So let's, 
get like some of these, you know, legends that you never thought you maybe ever see wrestle again. Yeah. Stone Cold, it's like, I think there's probably more of a risk with somebody like him with all his history and injuries and mm-hmm. everything. Um, right. But like, it makes sense, I guess, for the feud with Kevin Owens and the way that's gone. And, you know, as me and Justin sort of talked about, I feel like the, this match is just going to be go in there, not much of a match at all. Stone Cold Stunner, one, two, three, it's over in like two, three minutes. Oh, I don't think it's going to be that. I think there's actually going to be some involved, but it's not going to be a straight one-on-one match because you can't, I don't think you can do that with Austin anymore. It's been 20 years since he's been in the ring. Can you believe 20 years? That's nuts. Like, yeah, next year will be 20, 20 years. So, I mean, I could see them like having a hard, you know, like a hardcore match or something like that. Something with gimmicks so they can protect sure, Austin. Right, right, yeah. yeah. That's more like it because I mean you're you're bringing Austin back in Texas. I don't think you're bringing him back for a quick one through three. You're coming back to see him kick, to have him yeah. kick ass. And who who I I think Kevin Owens is a great pick for a part of that. Oh yeah, I fully trust Kevin Owens. I mean he's one of the most professionals I think in this business, of course. Uh, and somebody that a lot of people look up to and everything. So if anybody's going to protect Steve Austin, it would absolutely that you feel like is in good hands. It's definitely Kevin Owens. Right, and like, there's so many things you can tie into that because both he's a stunner, he's a finisher, finisher. Uh, Kevin Owens is kind of like that. That he's he's not an Austin, but he's kind of got hints of what Austin was back in the day. So I, it's sure. very much. I, I can see being passed an official passing of the torch match. Yeah, yeah, that could be. It would be interesting. I I don't know. I'm not like. Part of me is scared, and part of me is also like a little intrigued. You know what but I mean? As as always, it's come out that Austin had a ring delivered his place a few months ago, so he's been training. Okay. Okay. And I know he's he's been vocal in the past to want to come out of retirement if mm-hmm. if time or the, the match calls for it. You know, I feel like I've heard him sort of talk about that. Yeah, many times. And he, he money too. <laughs> yeah, and and let's be honest. If it wasn't for the the injury history, he probably would still be like he would have been like, oh, this is a what if alternate oh, yeah. uh, wrestling universe which i feel like we're certainly living in one of those right but another another version of it stone cold steve austin has been active in wrestling for the last 20 years you know and having great matches if you look at it his career wasn't as long as you think exactly yeah 14 years maybe because he 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 debuted in like 89 90 yeah he's it's, it's funny to say but he's almost like the beatles of professional wrestling he did so much in such a short amount of time to establish himself as one of the greatest yeah. of all time, you know, not just character and ring and everything. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin, I put up on the, the Mount Rushmore of pro wrestling. And, yeah. I think. And it's just, yeah. it, it just sucks. Like I know, you know, we know him as Austin the Brawler and stuff like that, but I wish we'd have gotten more of Stone Cold Steve Austin, the technical wrestler in WWE. Yeah. Oh, man. Stuff in WCW. Stone so, Cold versus early Daniel Bryan's run in, in mm-hmm. WWE. Oh, that would have been so great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, or AJ Styles. Like, oh, there's so many names you could throw out there. I don't think he would have, like, maybe lasted longer than he did. I probably would have given it another couple of years. But, yeah, it would, be, it would have been nice to have seen him come back at those times. Then, you know, 2011, we could have finally seen CM Punk and Stone Cold like everybody yeah. wanted at that time, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and Ryan with a great point here. WrestleMania in Texas, Austin is there, Vince sees dollar signs. Of course. Absolutely. That's what it comes down to at the, the end of the day. Yeah, you're gonna, if you're going to be in Texas, you're going to parade Texas. You're going to have Austin competing. Yeah. You're going to put Undertaker into the Hall of Fame. Like, yep. It's going to be big Texas vibes. And speaking of dollar signs, which I do wish, before yeah. you I do wish okay. the word stupendous for promoting. Oh, God. Right. Yeah. But anyway, speaking of dollar signs and red blood colored dollar signs let's talk about that elimination chamber show that we had earlier today uh i i did not watch most of the show i saw a couple things pop up on my timeline um but i I did tune in for the main event uh which i thought fucking sucked uh once again not impressed with wwe i was not a fan uh i I was very concerned with bobby lashley uh seemed like potentially legitimately injured here Another fucking botched buckle bomb spot by Seth Rollins. Yeah, but this one's a little different, though. This is a little different on that buckle bomb, I'll say that. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just, I I can't get into WWE. I I try. And it's just, just, I'm so spoiled with AEW and New Japan and Impact and all this stuff that it's just like, I just, anytime I put on WWE, it just seems like such a fake, like, just 
Oh, it's very predictable. Bland Vince McMahon 2022 product. And uh, yeah, right, Ryan, I'm, I'm with you there. Woof on that main event. Uh, I was not a fan. It was there was a lot of a lot of like really scary looking spots, especially mm-hmm. that. F5. Lashley spot that F five yeah. off the top. I did like I did, I will say I did kind of like Lesnar just mowing everybody down at the end. You figured yeah. that was going to happen, um, but overall, you know, I, I was not a fan of this. I uh, but uh, I again I didn't watch the rest of the show, so I'll, I'll pass it on to you, Soda. You can give kind of your your full report. Um, well, the one thing I will give them is that it was a tight show. It's the first show I've seen them do in a long time that wasn't an NXT takeover that fell in under three hours, so that was nice. Um, great to see uh, to, to see Alexa Bliss back. She looked like she hasn't missed a beat. Um, oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, I, I would say the the women's elimination chamber was the better of the two, even though uh, that the, the you know the more the spot that everybody remembers will come from the elimination chamber men's elimination chamber match with Brock, Brock Lesnar f fiving Austin Theory from the top of a pod. It's like yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, Ronda Rousey, Naomi, and Sonya Deville and Charlotte Flair was a fun match. It did what it needed to do. Um, Ronda Rousey comes out in her Olympic judo gear, which I thought was pretty cool. And that's another thing I want to highlight in this. Like, in the past events where they've had women wrestle, it's just they wore a t-shirt or whatever. In this one, no, the women were covered from head to toe, but they actually were allowed to make proper attire. So I really liked that. They were, I did they see really, some, yeah. some shots of that, and that was at least good to yeah, see. Like Liv Morgan came out in, a, in an outfit that's, similar that's to that horrible t-shirts. fucking ass-backwards Saudi Arabia yeah. rules that they can kind of yeah. get around. But you did, they did. This is the way they got a perfect way to get that they got around it. Like everyone, yeah. it, it, it definitely fit. But yeah, that that match I found fun. Uh, the Drew McIntyre Madcap uh, Moss match that was my bathroom break. <laughs> I really yeah. had to go. Like, well, it's a perfect match because I don't give. Now I did see one spot from this towards the end where Madcap yeah. Moss got landed directly on his head. Yeah. Potential concussion there. That was really horrible, horrible to watch. At least one hundred percent that I saw. It uh, it's one of those slam, and it just yeah. I considered, hard. I considered pulling up the clip and showing it, but uh, you, no, no, I you cannot. I it's so tough it's to watch, man. Like I hope this. he's okay. Yeah, yeah. And he goes to Baron Corbin because you can tell he knew something was up, and he pulled Moss out of the ring to buy him time. Kudos to Baron Corbin for for you know knowing what the situation was, making sure he was okay. Um, but my favorite match of the night was Betty Key Lynch versus Lita. Of course, he knew Becky Lynch was going to. I heard this was good. Lita, man, she is what they say is 13 years has been since her. No, more than that, 16 years, something like that, since she'd had yeah, her last yeah. singles match. And she Mid-2000s. looked like. Yeah, it was, well, her last true singles match was when she beat Trish for the title. Right. Um, but no, kudos to uh, kudos to, to them. This was a Thank you, too, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I lived in a <laughs> but no, seriously, like, good on them. Lita, like I said, didn't look like she missed a beat. Becky Lynch. Was was great as a champ. Like it was just a great match overall. So I would give that that the match of the show for sure. Um, and then we had the Usos Viking Raiders, which didn't even make it into the ring. I'm wondering maybe they needed to ended up having to cut it for time. That's probably the only thing. What, I can think when about. Uh, what when WWE does their next like eight batches of mass releases? Like when are we going to see the Viking Raiders in there? You know, right? I, as as much as I hate to say that, like I want to see War Machine back in New Japan. So. Oh, that's right. Anyway. I forgot about that. I'm only known them as the Viking Raiders. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so those are my thoughts. Like, was it as good as the last Saudi show? No. But overall, it was a pretty solid, solid, well-paced show, in my opinion. Okay. All right. Yeah. I wouldn't put it, I wouldn't put it like, you know, S or A tier, but it was, it right. was very, I'd say upper mid. Upper uh, mid. So like a mid B. Yeah, like a B plus. Okay. okay. B plus player, if you will. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, man, I again, I was not a fan of the main event, which is like the only thing I watched. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, it, it's okay because I I can redeem it later on tonight with uh, with some Impact Wrestling because uh, exactly. we got. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Impact Wrestling here. Uh, there was another big news story that I think got buried in the pile of massive news stories this week, uh, and that was that Josh Alexander, uh, his contract with with uh, Impact Wrestling is up. And also his work visa has expired. So, uh, you know, being a Canadian, everything. Uh, yeah, don't forget, Soda's a Canadian, too, and is also t- too nice. Yeah. I try to see the <laughs> as much as uh, I possible can, as much as I possibly can. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But as a fellow Canadian, yeah, as a fellow Canadian worker, uh, thoughts on Josh Alexander and, and his uh, sort of situation here? 
Oh, he's going to be back. That's uh, that. That's they're going to do everything they can to to get him back in this yeah. case. Do you think he'll resign with Impact though? I I, I actually like, think he. I think he might. I yeah. honestly think he might. I think Impact has treated him really good, and they're kind of like mid mid storyline long term booking arc here with him. Mm. And so I think it would be uh, as much as I would love to see him at AEW eventually. I think it would be a bummer if he doesn't go back to Impact because they sort of built it up. You know, there was a he got screwed out of the title. By mm-hmm. Moose, uh, lost it like he with a one of those money in the bank style cash ins. He won yeah. the title, immediately got cashed in on right in front of his family. His family was actually in the ring when he took the bump. It was just brutal. Really? And so they so they seemingly are building it back up to eventually beat Moose for that title and sort of be the face of Impact Wrestling. And they did this whole angle with Scott Demore where he sort of uh, not so much fired him, but sort of uh, what is this? this? I remember. This I yeah, know. this happened a couple weeks ago on Impact, where uh, he comes out and he really wants his title shot and everything. He was supposed to be on this Team Impact, uh, Team Ring of Honor invasion thing that they're doing uh, this coming up tonight on this pay-per-view. But uh, yeah, it, it, Honor it's, No More? I like that name. Yeah, I yeah. I think it's pretty badass. Yeah, and I'll run down the card here for that in a second. But, uh, yeah, so they did this whole angle where he sort of suspends Josh Alexander. That sort of, just, I think, was to write him off television for a little mm-hmm. bit, but... I think the idea is to eventually build him back up to beat Moose. Um, so I, I would be. Which makes yeah. sense. And you, you got to remember, this isn't WWE, so they're not going to, you know, let him walk. They wait for your storyline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, Ryan points out here that the North is somebody that AEW has been interested in for a while, which is the team of, of Ethan and uh, Paige and Josh Alexander. But, you know, that could, that could certainly wait. I'm okay with that waiting. If he signs for another three years of Impact Wrestling and eventually goes to the AEW the north yeah. reunites there you know maybe there'll be some crossover thing again with AEW impact down the road and, and they can still wrestle in, oh, you know me. uh together so even if he's still under contract with impact so i i think it'd be a real bummer if impact doesn't uh secure josh alexander for at least another year or so so that he can have that run with the impact world title so that i think he absolutely deserves and has earned uh, but, uh, yeah, so that'll, that'll sort of be interesting to see, but, uh, real quick here, I'll run down this card for Impact No Surrender, which is tonight, this is the pay-per-view that they're having. Uh, it's gonna be on Impact's subscription service, but you can also get it through Fight TV. Uh, and man, this is a, this is a really, really stacked card. I honestly can't wait for this. Again, you talk about Impact Wrestling, you get weird looks sometimes from wrestling fans, but they have been on fire recently as a promotion. Just to really, I think, delivering some, some excellent shows. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this one for sure. Uh, we have Deanna Perrazzo in an open challenge. Uh, she's been doing this a, a couple times on uh, on TV. The last uh, challenger was Santana Garrett, uh, Dropkick Championship Wrestling Zone, Santana Garrett, uh, challenging for the Ring of Honor title. So I think this one... Very well could be a challenge for the AAA title, considering they have a pay-per-view going on the same weekend, uh, and she's not going to be competing at that. So it makes sense for her to have one of those title defenses here on this pay-per-view. Uh, who that's going to be against, not sure. Maybe somebody like a returning Taya Valkyrie could actually beat her for that title. Uh, that would be kind of cool to see. So, uh, yeah, and I, I think that a return for Taya in Impact is overdue. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's what we get. Uh, we also got a number one contender match uh, for the Impact X Division. It's a four-way between Ace Austin, Chris Bay, Jake Something, and Mike Bailey. Uh, we got the rematch of Matt Cardona, now fully heel against Jordan Grace, wow. uh, the intergender match for, for the Impact Digital title, which she got screwed out of last time. Kudos to Matt Cardona, the new NWA World NWA. <laughs> yep. Congratulations. That is so, so awesome. So he's Cardona two belts now with both the Impact <laughs> Digital Media title and the yeah. uh, and the NWA title. Yeah. But yeah, man, a lot of hardware, man. This fucking Matt Cardona guy, yeah. oh, just like, unbelievable. Good on him, man. Good Absolutely. On him. Uh, we also got Black Taurus taking on Jonah, which is just the host battle of the fucking century right there. Man, I can't wait for that one. Uh, and then we got Switchblade Jay White, fresh off mm-hmm. of his victory uh, uh, against Trent on Rampage, will be taking on. Former leader of Sanity, now leader of Violent by Design, Eric Young. So that match, that could be awesome. I remember uh, watching him back in the days of Team Canada. That's how far back I go with him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we also have uh, the this match, which uh, 
it feels like it should be happening in New Japan, but it's actually happening in Impact. And that is the Good Brothers taking on their former Bullet Club cohorts, G.O.D., uh, Tama Tonga and Tonga Loa, the sons of Haku. Yeah. Man, this this could be a hell of a tag team battle right here. If we, uh, get, if we get the Good Brothers of old, yes, it will. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, we also have Mickey James, fresh off her Royal Rumble appearance, taking Woo! on Tasha Steeles, the winner of the first ever women's uh, Ultimate X match. So mm-hmm. that could be interesting. They do feel like they're giving Tasha a push, but she just got a pin on Mickey James on TV, so I'm pretty sure Mickey James is going to be retaining here. Yeah, you're going to go with 50-50 booking, and yeah, that's probably the route. Yeah, and I feel like they want to keep Mickey James champion a little bit longer for sure to sort of keep impact on the map that way a little bit. Uh, and then we also have Team Impact taking on Honor No More, which is, of course, this Ring of Honor invasion angle that they've been doing. So it's the Impact team of Chris Saban, Eddie Edwards, Rhino, Rich Swan, and Steve Macklin against the Honor team of Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, PCO, Vincent, and Kenny King uh, with Maria Canellis as their manager. So that should be also a lot of fun. And then our main event is Moose defending the Impact World title against W. Morrissey, the former Big Cass. Uh, and I, I still, yeah, I'm sorry, but I still really can't get behind this guy. I, I think they've, they've been doing their, a, an okay yeah. job uh, putting him over the last few weeks on TV, but uh, I, I don't know. I'm not crazy about this match. I feel like it's going to be an easy win for Moose. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't think, I don't think Morrissey's going to win the title. No, absolutely not. Yeah, uh, but yeah, this looks like a hell of a show. I can't wait to watch this. Yeah, I won't be able to watch it live, but I plan on rent. Hopefully, I can rent it on Fight the later. So yes, it will. It will yeah. be uh, on Fight for sure. So uh, let's uh, move on here and talk about these two shows that we had this week. Uh, I know Soda, you didn't get a chance to watch Rampage because of the preemption and all the crazy <sighs> uh, TV shit up there in, in Canada, but. Uh, I- I- you did get it, yeah. You did get to watch uh, Dynamite. Uh, what did yes. you think of this show overall? Good show, very good show. It's Dynamite. Like, I mean, I can't recall the last time I saw a bad show. Um, yeah, but yeah, it, they opened. Yeah, they opened with the CM Punk promo, and yes, they did. My God, they went where I was praying they'd go. Would you be my Valentine? And he pulls out the dog collar match. Yes, yeah, and right. CM Punk, it's not his first dog collar match. He's had one in the past right, against Raven or in the early days of Ring of Honor. That's so right. Um, but, oh, I, I just love how, you know, MDF comes out and he just leaves. Speechless. He can't, doesn't know what to say. But Possibly the first time ever MJF has come out and not said right? a word. Right? Like, wow. <sighs> this, yeah, that, this... that promo just shows why CM Punk is so revered. Because yeah. he, he's just sitting there. Like hi, and I love that how he started his match. Like hi, I'm CM Punk. I'm straight edge, but and I am better than you. And he's like, doesn't that sound familiar? <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Yeah, that was a nice throwback. I love this opening segment. Uh, yeah. and, and as you said, uh, CM Punk is the top tier of promos for sure. You know, we were talking about uh, Austin being on the the overall wrestler Mount Rushmore. I feel like for promos, Punk's you might put Punk up there. Yeah. yeah. I don't even see Mike. I would argue that you would. Oh no! He, he, for talkers, for me, it, it's him, Jericho, um, uh, Nick Bockwinkle, and yes. um, uh, oh god, I'm, why am I blanking on? The, there was a fourth one that I'm totally blanking on. Piper. Why am I blanking? Piper, on Piper? of course. <laughs> yeah, those are, <laughs> those are my four. And like Bockwinkle, uh, for on this past week on this quarter slice, myself, my co-host Dustin, and our friend Snark, we actually talked about AWA and we reviewed the. Um, the famous Hulk Hogan versus Nick Bockwinkle match that pretty much turned the tide in professional wrestling history. And Nick Bockwinkle, oh, man, like a lot of people. What a legend. Very much so. Underrated very, legend, too, I would 100%. say. percent Like, a lot of people don't talk about him enough. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man, I, I, I would agree with that. This was, this was an, a, a really great way to kick off the show. Mm. Uh, yes, yes, Mike. You did. You did hear the word, the name Nick Nick yeah. Bach, Uncle and, on this show. And you know what? I wouldn't be surprised at the end of his career we would have MJF would be in that conversation. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think too, he's already working early his way up there. Too early yeah. to call it now. But uh, oh, that reminds me. I saw something. I think it was on Facebook or Twitter. I can't remember. But anyways, it's MJF reading tweets. Check that out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. It was pretty yeah. good. 
yeah, he's he's one of, he's the best man. He's yeah. better than you, and you know it. Um, yeah. But than- uh, yeah, I, I am already hyped for this dog collar match, which is official. I think this yeah. is like this is the first of a few official confirmations that we got for matches for Revolution. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they they directly referenced Cody Rhodes. You know, they they said the last dog collar match we had was Cody Rhodes versus the late oh, great Brody yeah. Lee. So. Uh, it, they said like we're not going to erase this history, right? Right, Why and we- and from everything that I've read, it seems like it, it was at least an amicable separation yeah. between the two parties, so there weren't any sort of hard feelings or anything. So that was good to hear. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, we uh, we then had the announcement of a triple threat tag team match at uh, Revolution. Uh, Jungle Boy with the line that he loves a good three-way. Yeah. <laughs> and then you had this this could be like moment with Luchasaurus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what he, I don't know what him and Anna Jay are getting into behind the scenes, but uh, uh, this this is uh, an exciting thing that we're having a, a triple threat tag team match title uh, for for the uh, for the pay per view. I don't think we've really had one of these kinds of deals before in, in AEW, uh, and then the way they're going to determine that is having two battle royales over the next couple weeks um this week and then uh on the go home show for for revolution dynamite uh, is gonna have the second battle royale so i think a lot of people are speculating that this will probably be uh undisputed era or whatever they're called now red dragon red dragon yep and uh and the young bucks uh against Jurassic Express, which sounds fucking awesome. So if that's oh, what yeah. ends up being, I'm, I'm pumped for that. I find the lower there. Um, do you think Pride and Powerful have a shot if they're going to be in it? Yeah, they they could very well be in. They, that's what's great about AEW is they have so many uh, yeah. awesome tag teams that you could easily argue to be in this title match. Yeah. So I think whoever it ends up being, I, I'm going to be uh, all in for it. Uh, no pun intended. But uh, yeah. we uh, we also then had what maybe was my favorite match on this show. Although there was another really good one in the main event, but uh, it was Brian Danielson versus Lee Moriarty. And man, if you love professional wrestling grapples, this is the match for you. Uh, this was a phenomenal showing by both guys. And, you know, uh, Danielson just absolutely put this kid over uh, despite beating him here at the end. But just, you know, what a match, man. I love this match. Me what about too. you? Me too, and this is why I'm glad Daniel, uh, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson is now in AEW because yeah, he's like Bret Hart, where Bret Hart was great at making his opponents look like up a million bucks, look no other than that um, that lost match uh, from WWE with oh god, I can't remember his name. It's on the network, but it was lost because for a long time this match this made this guy look like a million bucks, and then when he went against other opponents, his career fizzled uh and died pretty quickly but maybe considered a burial but yeah yeah, but this match against bret hardy came off looking like hulk hogan right right and that's where i feel daniel bryan is in and i would put cm punk in there too they may beat you but they know how to make you look like a star yeah and build you for the future too right you know and there's gonna be a select few that these guys are actually gonna put over like punk with mjf and you Darby know, Darby Allen. Darby Allen. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, and, uh, and yeah. Danielson with Paige, his first two mm-hmm. title defenses, right? Like, yep, yep. Those are the so, kind of guys you in your in your locker room. Uh, everything they're doing with Danielson, uh, they're doing correctly, I think, mm-hmm. on AEW. And uh, we had, uh, you know, this 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 thing here, uh, this promo afterwards with uh, with Moxley yep. coming out and. Uh, what a fucking promo this was too, oh, man! Yeah. You guys going? Or well, this was this was all Moxley here for this one, but basically by the end, saying that you know the, he's not saying yes and he's not saying no, but if he's gonna stand side by side with somebody, he's gotta bleed with him first. Which I heard yeah. that I was like, okay, we're getting a match with these two at Revolution. Yes, I think we're going with this. Oh yeah. Yeah, I th- I think that uh, this is not a match that's been confirmed for the card yet, but I think it's all in due time. I feel like we're going to get Danielson versus uh, Moxley at the pay-per-view because that's wait. just a fucking money match. Yeah, right I didn't there. Know that, like, okay, this just shows me just sometimes I forget how far, how long some people's careers are. I didn't realize that Mox faced Daniel Bryanson that early on in his career. Yeah, 
Yeah, at that like indie show yeah. that he talks about in this promo. But yeah. love this great setup for for what we're gonna get and mm-hmm. uh, and the build to this match potentially has been just awesome. So um, we got uh, Keith Keith Lee promo next, sort of just uh, recapping the uh, the Uncle Phil Beal from last week and everything. Yeah. Uh, if you were if you were wondering, this is not much of a news story, but if you were wondering where Keith Lee was this week, uh, he was on his much deserved honeymoon with uh, Mrs. Uh, Mia Mia Yim Lee there. Uh, so uh, that's the deal there. And uh, man, what a fucking hoss battle we're getting for this uh, for this ladder match because we had Wardlow with Wardlow absolutely murdering Max Caster here next. Uh, all the power bombs. <laughs> yeah, took out took out the acclaimed here. Uh, great uh, segment and and, uh, and and little squash, kind of glorified squash that we got here. But Wardlow and Keith Lee, first two confirmed entrants, uh, and then later on, uh, which we'll talk about as well, another Haas in the mix. But this ladder yeah. match appears to be just like straight up a Haas battle, uh, at least They're to this point. Have to get reinforced ladders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I'm thinking like. The other three guys throw like Lance Archer, Miro, and like maybe Big Show in there. Like, whoa! Well, oh, okay. maybe not Big Show, but I like where your head's going. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, looking looking forward to that match. That's gonna be yeah. sick. Um, so uh, we then get the AEW debut of one John Kreese from Karate Kid yes. and uh, Cobra Kai fame. Uh, pep talking Britt Baker and her crew here. Uh, <laughs> again, I'm not as familiar. I, ha- I still have yet to watch Cobra Kai. I really should. I haven't seen I was it in years. Quick binge. It's a quick binge. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just picking the right you know stormy day to to, to dive yeah. into that. And the but, beauty uh, part, you, it helps if you've seen the original movies, but because they do enough recapping in season one and throughout the series, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, good, fun cameo there for sure. Oh, yeah, um, I, I love it. It's like, you know what to do. Yeah. It's like, mm. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, we get the, uh, the Hangman Page promo next, uh, furthering the build with him and Adam Cole, which was uh, then announced later in the show officially. Uh, and, uh, and we did get uh, a little bit of a schmoz towards the end with uh, Red Dragon attacking Cole and then the Dark Order coming out for the save and for some reason, Ten just tossing security guards left and right, and somebody made the joke yeah. just due to his cocaine habits on BTE. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that was a little bit of a weird way to end the, the angle. But I do like how they're they're still uh, they're not forgetting that the Dark Order and Page are still a thing. Uh, yeah. Despite his him sort of being on his own here for this title run that he's having, uh, they're not just ditching the the, the Dark Order aspect. It, it's kind of like making well. the New Day done right. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, that's a good good way to good way to put it. Sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, then we uh, we did have uh, Santana and Ortiz taking on Chris Jericho, Chris Jericho and Jake Hager here in the uh, like a hoss in this match. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Hager's a guy to put into that ladder match because dude, this dude is Jack. Like more yeah. more so than we've seen him in a while, and Jericho's I, looking like he's in pretty good shape too. So I believe in Hager. Like I believe Hager's legit more than I ever did when he was in WWE. Yeah, um, yeah like this version is a guy I would be afraid of. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I, I I enjoyed this match quite a bit. I thought it was very good. It was uh, Eddie Kingston returned to be in the Eddie Kingston with the big yeah. big return here. Yep, that's definitely a newsworthy. Uh, yep. Return and somebody. God, better, yeah, he's so great. He's so over and like just everything he does is just well, is, is great. So. What you see is what you get, and like what, he did something this week that just reinforced my respect for him. It was after what the news that Cody and Brandy had left. You go on on Twitter, it's just like, hey, a lot of you guys uh, liking and all this stuff. Like, go tell them this to buy text. You know, like go do it in person. Yeah. 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 Not wrong. Yeah, you're not, you're not going to get anybody more real than Eddie Kingston. And that's uh, what in, I respect. Yeah. Space is fake. Absolutely. So really, really hyped to see him back. And uh, wasn't totally shocked at the finish here. Jericho taking the pin. Uh, I you figured that's what they were. I got a question. Is the discus close sure. line his finisher? Yeah, well, he's got the Judas effect. So it, no, 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 it no, 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 not, not, not Jericho's. I'm talking, um, who was it who did the pin? Was Santana? Uh, yeah, I uh, believe so, yeah. Yes, um, 
The one that doesn't wear the shirt. Yeah, I I'm not sure if that's if is that his singles finisher or not. That's, yeah, that's what I was wondering because it, like a discus clothesline oh. a bit of a weird way to end the match. But you, I agree, like it yeah. was the right way to end the match. I'm just surprised with the move. That's all. Right, and they hit that crazy move on him first, and they kicked out mm. until it made. Oh, sense. and Jericho's really cool counter into the walls. Oh yeah, that was great. Yeah, there were some nice spots in this match for sure, and. It definitely, you know, after the match, there's a bit of a schmoz with Jericho and Eddie Kingston. So it definitely yeah. seems like we're probably setting up uh, Chris versus Eddie yeah, at the table. Jericho paper. is the heel. Did you see how the crowd booed him yeah. and dropped uh, the apron? Oh, yeah. Yep. Great yep. heel and, Jericho. And again, I'll reiterate that point that, uh, that Chris Anthony Lopez made on, on our, our taco stream that we did a few weeks ago. Uh, that, uh, you know, it's I think it's t- time for Chris Jericho to maybe go through another gimmick change because he's, yeah. like, always the master of reinvention. For his character so i i would be uh i, I would lo- definitely be all for the idea of like heel jericho here yeah. again um yeah. so yeah another another potential match there for revolution uh then we get um thunder rosa versus mercedes martinez in uh no dq match and uh man there were a couple spots in this match that were pretty scary looking mm-hmm. you know with with uh, rosa going off the top rope and like Looked like she landed on her head, but I think I think that spot was done properly. And then there was the the sort of I think called on the fly spot where she puts uh, Mercedes through the table because mm. uh, the she tried to set it up and the legs broke. So a couple spots that maybe a little bit messy in this match, but uh, yeah, I thought it was it was a fine match. It wasn't like anything to write home about, but it certainly yeah. wasn't the worst thing in the world either. It it did what they needed to do, but I was not expecting Mercedes Martinez to be turned face this soon. Yeah, that's that's true. I think I think definitely the angle at the end of this was more of a talking point here yeah. with uh, with with help from John Kreese. Uh We have uh, Britt and and uh, her her squad here going after and attacking. They kind of give her the choice first. They give her the pipe and, and as uh, Thunder's being beat down and, and uh, sort of like you know uh, make your decision here. And she takes too long and, and they mm-hmm. go after her. So certainly setting up a, a match probably with uh, Britt and Jamie. Uh, Hater taking on uh, Thunder Rosa and Mercedes Martinez, probably to build to the, to the match on the pay per view, yeah, which has been officially announced. Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker on the pay per view, which I, which I can't wait for. I yeah. cannot wait for that. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised also if Mercedes Martinez backs up Thunder Rosa in that, field, in that match. Yeah, for sure. And they haven't announced anything yet, but I, again, I still feel like it needs to be like a steel cage match or something. But. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe they're setting up a, another match. I, I hate for them to kind of do that. Like, WWE does that all the time. But maybe, like, Britt wins by nefarious beads mm-hmm. at the pay-per-view, and then they set up a rematch down the line into the steel cage or something. Um, who knows yeah, where they go for it. Yeah, I mean, we all kind of just figure Thunder Rosa is going to win. But yeah. I don't know. I, I'm questioning a little bit more as we get closer to the Yeah, that's, that's we'll one we're going to have to pay a little bit more attention to yeah. in the next couple weeks. Yes, exactly. That's definitely one to kind of gauge as the next couple of weeks uh, they do the build for that match. So uh, interested to see that there. Uh, we then get a video promo with the House of Black, and they're teasing mm-hmm. a third member. And then and by the end of it, you know, because Brody King asks, like, who are we waiting for? We're waiting for the third member. And you kind of see this shadowy figure in the background at the end of the thing that looks an awful lot like Buddy Matthews. So I, I think that that is the speculation headed in here that uh, there's a very good chance we might see the debut of Buddy Matthews as the third, formerly formerly Buddy Murphy from WWE as the third member of the House of Black. Which, yes, a scary faction. To yeah, run. yeah, Holy and crap. those three: Malachi Black, Brody King, and uh, and Buddy Matthews. Yeah. I mean, come on, AEW, give us those trios titles already because I think we. This it's is hard. the time for it. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we'll, we'll kind of see. Yeah. I, I, I really I mean, they feel like they're long overdue. Since since we did the AEW uh, match the other day, I fell down a rabbit hole in my old territory DVDs. And, yeah, I, I definitely got me jonesing for some of those old-fashioned stuff. I was particularly looking at the Von Eric, Von Eric Freebird stuff. It's like, oh, I wouldn't, lie. wouldn't mind having more of that in my palette. Yeah, agreed for sure. Um, but then we get uh, – yeah, quick uh, – Video package with Jay White where he cuts his promo, his usual kind of lines there if you've seen him in New Japan. Breathe with the split blade, all that good stuff setting up the match here that we'll talk about in a minute for, for Rampage. But then, man, this main event, Sammy Guevara 
yeah. versus Darby Allen for the TNT title. This match was fucking awesome. Agreed. So, so many great spots. What you would sort of expect from these two guys. They are just the complete lunatics yeah. in the ring, and I, I worried for their safety. I thought one, somebody was going to die or cripple themselves here in this match, but mm-hmm. I thought it wasn't a ladder match. Uh, but uh, this was very, very good. A uh, little bit of a of a screwy finish with Andrade coming in and sort of setting up him uh, and and Sammy later on and, and helping uh, kind of helping uh, Sammy Sammy's retain the title here mostly so that he could probably face him. But yeah, man, this was a really really great main event and I thought a really uh, excellent way to cap off yet another solid episode of AEW Dynamite. But uh, your thoughts on uh, this match? Um, yeah, uh, this was probably the match of the night. There were some spots like when, uh, Sammy did the senton, tried to do the senton onto Darby on the ring apron and Darby moved. I was like, oh, that oh yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen what the edge of the ring looks like, but that's a bunch of two by eights with metal on top of it. Ugh. Ugh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then of course the Spanish fly from the top rope, uh, which was played up very well because the way he landed, he landed on his bad me so definitely great sell job there um yeah no overall these two cannot have a bad match in my opinion no 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 absolutely not I'm, I'm curious to see if there's some schmas in the andrade and uh sammy match that we're getting next week on rampage that maybe sets up because again this is something they don't do very often is a triple threat Maybe we get a triple threat for the TNT title at the pay-per-view with Sammy, Darby, and Andrade. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So, well, we'll see. Darby come in and start pounding Darby. There's signs that maybe he's going to be start splitting away soon. So. Yeah, and and Matt Hardy kind of, I think that the video package he was in, or the backstage segment was on Rampage, if I, I have to scroll through and look here, but they were kind of, he's slowly been teasing a, a bit of a gimmick shift back into Extreme Hardy. There's nice. a little bit of a tease there. So, I mean, I think it's kind of obvious who they're bringing in. And then not just uh, that, so the Jeff and Matt did a promo this week independently. So, yeah. They soon. have a ton, they have like a ton. They're doing like a full on Hardy Boys tour here coming up in April. They have so many matches lined up yeah. on the Indies already. They're fighting. Uh, Bennett and Taven, for, formerly from ROH, they're going up against Enzo and Kaz, of all people. A reunion there. They're, they're, uh, I believe they're going to be fighting the Briscoes at some point. Oh, that'd be fun. So there's a, a ton of matches that they have lined up for the Indies. So, I mean, it, it seems kind of obvious gonna that they're going to be doing this. And Matt has talked, I think probably both Matt and Jeff have talked about how they want to sort of retire the Hardy Boys uh, have a, give them one more last run, and mm-hmm. probably at this point would be in AEW. So yeah, too bad you could get in WCW, but man, I'll take it in AEW because you know it's yeah. Uh, and you know, I think a lot of people may, might think maybe the Young Bucks are going to be the ones to retire the Hardy Boys eventually down the line. But I mean, I would actually throw out FTR as a possibility for that as well. Oh yeah, I'm just I'm just saying like the Bucks are great. Don't get me wrong, but we've, we've seen, seen the Hardys. We've seen the Hardys and the Bucks a few times already. I was the they have a match once in ROH? Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah. But I don't think we've seen the Hardys against FTR, even in, no. in WWE. So that's my pick to retire the Hardy Boys eventually, maybe in 2023 uh, for their pick. final run. That's a great pick because I love yeah. FTR. They're, 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 yeah. they're a great throwback. Great throwback. Yeah, and, and they're great heels. If you figure the Hardy Boys are going to be the uber baby faces there, I mean, that. FTR just would be the oh man, how the amount of heat that they would get for right. ending and, the Hardy Boys career. Come on. And one of the things that they're known for is picking apart Hardy parts like Tully and Arn used to do and Oli and Arn and stuff like that. So the, the with the Hardy Boys, you got some people with the great bunch of weaknesses you could exploit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So uh definitely some stuff to look out for there. Yeah. Um but uh Moving on here, we'll talk about Rampage. Uh, I know, uh, you, as you said, you didn't get a chance to watch this show, so I will uh, do the recap here yeah, for everybody. Put it on my on the TSN streaming up here. I mean, it doesn't have to air on TV. Bastards. I know that's it, annoying the the way that it's all put together. But um, we did kick things off with uh, Adam Cole taking on Ten from the Dark Order, and 
man, you put this match on paper and you go, oh, that sounds that sounds like it'll be good. But man, this match was really fucking good. Yeah, uh, and it's it's it's, it's underrated. underrated. Yeah, uh, there was one one point where uh, he hit the uh, the Brody Lee style lariat, which was nice. Uh, Ten, which was actually a counter that from for Cole going for the Panama Sunrise. So mm. awesome spot there. Uh, and then uh, you know, obviously we had. Uh, a little bit of distraction of the ref in the corner, which allowed Cole to hit the low blow. Um, and then the super kicks and the boom for the win. Uh, we then had Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish coming out after the match to help Cole celebrate. But no signs of the Young Bucks. So interesting thing there. Uh, we then had a quick video package for MGF and CM Punk furthering the build for that match. Uh and then we had Will Hobbs taking on Dante Martin uh, again. Uh, this was this one. <laughs> I would say this match was probably better than the first match they had. Uh, just some awesome, awesome spots. Dante looking like a million bucks as always, and then Hobbs sort of mocking Keith Lee already and doing the uh, the old Uncle Phil uh, toss here a couple times to Dante in this match, and just looking at the camera like kind of giving, giving the, the nod for Keith Lee. So uh, Hobbs picking up the win here, which which uh, is now makes him and Dante Martin one and one. Hobbs mm-hmm. then added to the ladder match. So we have Hobbs, Keith Lee, and Wardlow in this ladder match already. Oh, my I would, God. I would love to see uh, Keith Lee try to Uncle Phil those two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if anybody can, I'm pretty sure it's him. <laughs> Absolutely. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, definitely for sure. Uh, we then had a backstage segment. This is the one I was referring to earlier, where Matt Hardy kind of shifted from Big Money Matt to Extreme Hardy uh, randomly towards the end of uh, of the interview. Uh, but uh, it was it was them confronting Jade Cargill and Mark Sterling, uh, Matt Hardy and the Bunny to set up a match uh, next week with Jade Cargill defending the TBS championship against Bunny, which, uh, again, like, I think that's a really good uh, person to put in there with Jade Cargill, uh, considering how experienced um, Allie is in the ring. I think that they could actually have a pretty good match here, so looking forward to seeing this one. Yeah, and of course, Jade Cargill, man, she's a star. She's a star. Yeah, absolutely. And she yeah, brings I in the ratings too. She wasn't on this show, so the, and it so it, it gets to like a eight hundred and seventy thousand. Yeah. Comparing <laughs> her with Daniel Bryanson is is a good thing. Good Yeah. Thing. Uh her training with Brian Danielson for sure, I think yeah. is, is is gonna just make her better in the ring. But yeah. speaking of awesome women, uh we had Serena Deeb next, uh absolutely killing this poor girl. Uh, similar to last week, but this time she sort of played with her food a little bit longer and just toyed with her uh, after uh, tapping her and then eventually tapping her out uh, with two minutes and 55 seconds. So instead of a, a 58 second that long match, we had a, about a two minute and five second match here hmm. uh, for this one. So that's, I don't know if there's a pattern that's being established one minute last week, two minutes this week, three minutes the following week, and she's just going to keep toying with these jobbers until maybe somebody answers the challenge like uh, Athena, yeah. possibly somebody like that. Tony Storm uh, could be could be an interesting way for them to go there. So uh, someone to at least last the five minutes in the ring because that's kind of the gimmick here that they've been running. It's like, how long can you last in the ring with Serena Deeb? I tell you, I would not last long. No, God no. Uh, Anyway, uh, moving on <laughs> before we I'll get just, canceled. Just look at me and I get a cramp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More ways than one, I would not last yeah. long with her. Yeah, but, my, uh, my head is not my leg is not designed to go behind my head. No, 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 get getting twisted in all sorts of ways. I'm just thinking about that. <laughs> um, but we then had had our had our our, our weekly uh, Mark Henry thing of uh, of there's been enough talk. It's time for the main event. Yeah. Uh, with a, a little bit of a promo battle between Jay White and Trent. Uh, and then we had uh, the cards announced for next week's shows, which we can talk about before we get into the main event here. Uh, on Dynamite, we have the TBS Championship on the line, Jade Cargill facing off against Bunny. 
We have House of Black versus Pack and Penta. Oh my god, I can't wait for that one. That's gonna be that's, that's gonna be fucking awesome. Uh, tag team battle royale for that spot in that triple threat at Revolution. So, how does a tag team battle royale work? Then it's one. Is it gonna be like what member of the so team gets eliminated? The team's eliminated, sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. So, so we've no actually. So we've had a few of these in AEW the past. Okay. And the trend that's been set, uh, Nick Jackson actually won the Battle Royale for the Young Bucks by himself one year. So they don't have that rule of both, okay. of one, if one member goes over the rope, then both members are eliminated. Everybody has to get off the top, yeah. uh, get eliminated over the top. Oh, it's, rope, it's, so. it's a real deal Battle Royale. Good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it absolutely is. Yeah, so. I, I saw WWE, but like back in the, back in the day, like years ago, do something like that, and it was one of those. What you, you know, one guy gets limited, the team's limited. It doesn't work for me. It's a little weird. Yeah, yeah, uh, agreed. And then also set up for um, for Rampage next week. Uh, it's going to be Andrade against Sammy Guevara for the TNT yeah. title, which sounds just awesome. Oh, yeah. Can't wait for that one. Uh, and then uh, also, I will really quickly run down the card for Revolution that we have announced so far. Wardlow, Powerhouse, Hobbs, and Keith Lee against three other opponents to be determined in the face of the Revolution ladder match. My God. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus defending the tag titles against two other teams to be determined in battle royales over the next few weeks. CM Punk versus MJF in a dog collar match. Oh. Um <laughs> Presumably, we'll also have Brian Danielson and CM Punk. Uh, or, sorry, Brian Danielson and John Moxley uh, facing off. Uh, and then Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa for the women's title. And Adam Cole versus Adam Page for the world title. So, man, this is shaping up to be an awesome show. That dog-collar match has potential to be a match you were going to remember for years. Yeah, definitely, yeah. for sure. Because those are going to be two guys that are going to go in and not give a shit. They're going to leave a bloody mess. They're going to put on a great yeah. show. I would be surprised if this is at least half an hour. Yeah, could very well be. Yeah, and, and then uh, we did have this main event for Rampage, which was Trent Beretta taking on New Japan's own Switchblade, Jay White. And, yeah. man... So to, this, is the, this is the reason I'm most bummed I couldn't see the show. Yes, you this, have to watch this match. Last week too. You have to watch this match. It was so fucking great. Switchblade Jay White is awesome. He is like one of the best workers out there today. Trent Beretta taking a couple bumps, like trying to break his neck again in this match, seemingly. It's like everybody's uh, trying to break his poor neck. Yeah, going going for some some just epic moves here. Uh, Ryan, absolutely. Jay White is a megastar. He has been a megastar for the past couple of years, and I'm so happy that AW audiences are, are finally being introduced to him a little bit here. Uh, this show, again, was on at 7 p.m., so maybe the rating will be a little bit more than it normally is. But, uh, man, this was a hell of a main event for this being in the time slot that it was in uh, and, and really sort of establishing Rampage as sort of a, an A show. I mean, this was a A show this week. Sometimes yeah. I think in the past Rampage has felt like a little bit of a B show a couple times, but overall I really do think it lives up to the moniker of being an A show because this was a fucking great episode of Rampage. And Yeah, you got to go and watch it, man. It was, I'm, 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 I'm looking. I got a feeling it might not appear online for another couple of days, but I'll definitely keep my eye out for it because, okay. yeah. When you when you hear like their history together and all that stuff, it's like you can't help but not want to watch, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and Switchblade Jay White getting the win here uh, after countering a, an attempt at the that just that nasty uh, finish, the pile driver finish from from Trent uh, countered it into the Blade Runner uh, for the win here. And uh, afterwards, we got a little bit of a schmoz and a stare down between Switchblade Jay White and one Orange Cassidy. Which I think they might be setting up for Revolution as well. We might be getting Switchblade Jay White and Orange Cassidy, which sounds awesome. Give me that match. That sounds so that good. Awesome. I've said it once. I'll say it before, man. Orange Cassidy has won me over. When I first saw him, I didn't get it, but when I started watching him wrestle, I got it, and I'm all yeah. here for it. And yeah, to hear to hear that those two might be wrestling. God, yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely be recording it while I, while I'm watching it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, man, yeah, some some really really fun stuff to look forward to uh, for AEW. But uh, mm-hmm. before we get to our match and moment of the week here, I did want to bring up this comment, uh, which is a topic for us yes. here. 
from Brian Christensen at the chat. He says, let's talk about WWE bringing back Saturday night's main event. He has so many memories as a kid watching it with his grandparents. Yeah, man, mm -hmm. this is a... So interesting news. Again, I don't follow WWE as much. This probably won't be a show that I will be watching. But uh, Saturday Night's Main Event having a history of, of being a yeah. really fun show in the past and one I think that's very nostalgic for a lot of wrestling fans. So thoughts on well, WWE bringing this back in your memories of, of Main Event? <laughs> not surprised. What took so long? Those are my, that's my, was my original, that's my reaction when I read that. Um, yeah, no, if you look back in the history of, of WWE, Saturday Night Event, main event, especially back in the day, was very instrumental in progressing the pay-per-view storylines. Like, um, the, leading into the King Kong Bundy, uh, Hulk Hogan match, that's where King Kong Bundy injured Hogan's ribs, was on Saturday Night's main event. Um, that's where the, actually was on the main event where you had the Mega Powers explode. So it's, it has some definite, definite historical significance. I actually just rewatched a match from when they brought it back the first time, not that long ago, the Shane McMahon, uh, Shawn Michaels street fight. That was a fun match. Um, no, I'm yeah. definitely excited yeah. for it uh, because when it's, when it's things like this, WWE tends to get their ducks in a row much more. So um, I'm, not you know, not like yeah, I gotta watch it right away. But I'm like, I'm I, I'm actually looking forward to seeing Saturday Night's Main Event because it is a staple. Um, and yeah, this is always so much fun, always so much fun. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it could, it could about be. ten years ago, a best Saturday Night's Main Event. I recommend people pick that up. It's a great match. Okay, there we go, there we go. Um, all right, before we get out of here, it's matching moment of the week time. Uh, this I think might be an easy one for you. Uh, yeah. I I have some other ones that I'll throw out there, but uh, yeah, what is your match and moment of the week? So the match of the week is the main event, Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara, but man, you got, I, I'm going to give runner-up status to uh, Lita and uh, Becky Lynch from today, as well as Brian Neal Danielson and, uh, and uh, Moriarty. Lee Moriarty, yeah. Moriarty. Uh, those were worthy, worthy of being number one. Unfortunately, Sammy met Darby Allen. My moment of the week, it's the CM Punk promo. It's the CM yeah. Punk promo. Yeah. Yeah. That would be my choice too for for moment of the week. I love the the whole dog collar stipulation announcement. Yeah. Be my Valentine. Yeah. Uh, that is absolutely for me my moment of the week as well. Uh, and then match of the week. Uh, it's tough to argue against Sammy versus Darby. I think that's probably would edge out the other matches that I would mention here for match of the week. But I do I would say that Brian Danielson versus Lee Moriarty was really good, and I would argue for Trent versus Jay White. I think that's one that. Um, People that need to go out of their way to watch it, they haven't yet. Uh, just, just, just if you can find that match. There is one really thing good. that actually made the Becky Lynch uh, Lita match was actually at the end they gave Lita her due. The like it, was, it seemed like it was a spontaneous moment because as she was getting like uh, Becky Lee's, the crowd just started cheering Lita, Lita, and as she's right. the they started playing their moment and they're like just play it up. So they actually gave her a really cool send off, and like the fans were like, you know, thank you. It was really cool to see. Yeah, I wonder, do you think this is it for Lita? Do you think she's, like, pretty much retired after this? I think so. They, she did say that yeah. uh, they had nothing planned for her outside of Elimination Chamber. So I think this was just a last hurrah type thing, which I'm yeah. – that's a great way to go out. It's interesting because she turned down an offer from AEW last year. The reports yeah. were coming out that she kind of uh, – they wanted to bring her back and actually, like, really put her over and stuff. But, like, I don't know. I mean, I, I get why maybe she turned it down because, like, she definitely – Seems like she might not be able to work a full time schedule. And I think maybe that's what you, could, you can tell from this match. Yeah, I mean, from what I what I hear, she still really got it in the ring. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's just it's interesting to see like it's another alternate universe type of deal. Like I, I feel like she's she she maybe got into push, but she would have ultimately probably had to put Britt Baker over. Of course. So. Yeah, I don't know. Unless that maybe her, she was the original idea for a TBS champion before they sort of built the star in Jade Cargill, but maybe, maybe, yeah. So, yeah. Again, we're we're in a, a weird alternate uh, wrestling universe, but mm -hmm. that's just that's just the, the landscape in twenty twenty two. It's so crazy. What's next, Soto? What the fuck crazy news is is gonna pop up next week, huh? Uh, <laughs> Revon Eric's gonna come back from the dead. I guess I don't know. That's pretty much where we're right. getting at. <laughs> yeah, uh, I also do really want to quickly shout out uh, Undertaker being announced for the Hall. Of Fame. Yes. That's awesome. And oh god, yeah, you knew it was going to happen. One, now here's, here's the question: Who's going to induct him? I think it's got to be Kane. 
It's gotta be Cade. Yeah, it's either gonna be yeah. Cade or, or Vince. Yeah, it could be Vince. Yeah, he doesn't. I don't think Vince does inductions very often, but no, it's been this awesome. might this <laughs> might be one to come out and do. Yeah, yeah. So that was cool. I did watch the the video package that they put together for him, and I, if one thing that I can praise WWE for, it's their video packages. Yeah. This video package is so well done it's, for the Undertaker's induction into the hall. The right music, and they picked Metallica. Yes, yes. my favorite Metallica song. Absolutely, the music, the music helps, and when you pick the right song, that's why. Hence, that's why for me, my all-time favorite video package is My Way, Austin Rock, WrestleMania X Seven. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I think uh, it's pretty much uh, covered everything here today, so uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up here. But uh, before we go, I've been being ghosted, Soda. I've been ghosted by uh, fucking Tyler, who has yet to accept my challenge that I issued a couple weeks ago. Keeps claiming that he's too busy to watch the drop kicks. When he's at work for several hours and he can just put it on his phone and put his headphones in and watch it. So, what the hell, man? Why are you dodging me? Are you scared? You're scared. I think so. I You're think scared of, of losing that predictions title. That prestigious <laughs> Vermont predictions title. <laughs> and losing your hair. What little of it you have. And what yeah. little balls you have. Oh. You don't have any anymore. Because you're refusing to respond to my challenge. It's title versus predictions mug. Uh, predictions title versus mug versus hair at Revolution, <laughs> and whoever wins gets all of those things, and the loser has to cut their hair, complete full shave. Look at all this soda. Yeah. Well, let's see all this go. Dude, no. Where, where is his balls? Like, who wouldn't want to potentially see Dagan have to shave his head? You want to like, see shaving Dagan? You want to see smooth <laughs> a forehead? Come on. Shaven Dagan. I own the fuck up. Own the fuck up, Tyler, and accept my fucking prediction. Or the, uh, what is it? Challenge. Accept my fucking challenge. (laughs) Come on, man. Come on. Shaven Dagan. That's fucking hilarious. Throwing down a promo to end the drop kicks this week. You met Flynn's running here, Shaven Dagan. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm waiting. Waiting for your response, you fucker. Oh, yeah. You got two weeks. You got two weeks until we have uh, AW Revolution on March sixth. Yep. Uh, we may we may well be recording a, a predictions video for that uh, over the next week or so. Um, and uh, so, quick programming note here before we wrap up: uh, next week is the return of the movie trivia showdown, mm-hmm. uh, which will be happening Saturday evening. And we have some festivities planned for that, uh, including the return of the tailgate here on Let's Get Ready Network, uh, right here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash LGR Network. Uh, so make sure to follow us here. And if you subscribe to our Patreon, um, a dollar is all, all it takes to get in. Come chat with us uh, on the Discord, talk mm-hmm. pro wrestling, talk schmodown, talk music, movies, whatever you want to talk to us about. Uh, usually a few of us in there hanging until the wee hours of the morning. But if you want to join at a little bit higher tier, the $15 tier, you can actually join us on the tailgates and preview the Schmodown shows. Uh, so we've had a lot of that. So definitely go check out our Patreon. Uh, it, it's uh, well worth well worth the, the few dollars that you can spend. Patreon.com slash LGR Network uh, for that. And uh, so, in the Discord, you can always see Danny always trying to nag Snark. Trying to get oh, it. Oh, yeah. And always... One of the more entertaining features of, of our Discord, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, well, with that being said, well, we won't be live for the Dropkicks next week uh, on the 26th, but we will be back on the 5th uh, to preview Revolution, I think, more than anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have a very special guest joining us for this show. Soda, would you like to announce who that is? Do I know who it is? Yeah, from, from the Squared Circle, your buddy. Uh, oh, that's, Sorry. Bit of uh, bit of advice, folks. Don't smoke. We are botching the end of the show. You will forget. You will forget (laughs) certain small things. Yes, the stoners. The stoners are running. Are running the show. Uh, Uh, Yeah, no. My co-host from the Squared Slice, Dustin Dubuque, will be joining us on that show. So definitely look for that. Absolutely, Dustin's going to be joining us to preview AEW Revolution, and uh, I'm sure talk about a bunch of other stuff as well. But uh, so, anything else we got going on? 
in the Northern Entertainment Group. Uh, if, if your stoner brain can recall. <laughs> uh, nothing tonight. Tomorrow morning, we're coming back with another edition of Northern Countdown. Uh, and actually, yeah, we do have a special show drop-in tomorrow. Um, because Northern Unwind was a little bit of a hiatus, we're going to be doing a special show where we're going to be ranking the uh, Batman, but it's based on the results of a survey, which I will be... Which Ooh, if you, okay. Yeah, so if you follow Northern Entertainment uh, Group, you can find the survey there. There, I will be retweeting it shortly after we're off air here. Um, just a quick questionnaire saying, well, like, you know, which Batman, like, how do you like this Batman, blah, blah, blah. Pretty straightforward. Um, yeah, th- some of the results are pretty close. So definitely okay. check it out. Six o'clock tomorrow uh, Pacific time. Um, and then, yeah, after that, I don't have anything called Squared Slice, where me and Dustin should be reviewing the movie, and I should probably ask him what movie it is. Yeah, might be good information to have. Uh, yeah, tomorrow as well, 5.30 Eastern, 2.30 Pacific, right here on Twitch. Uh, it is the return after a couple weeks or week hiatus because of the Super Bowl and everything of any given Shimode. And we finally have some info for season nine. A whole mm-hmm. bunch of stuff has been dropping throughout the week. So we finally have some stuff we can talk about, which is nice. Uh, so that'll be myself and Corey Cameron here tomorrow. Any given Shimode uh, talking to Shmodown uh, right here on Twitch. Uh, and if you're catching this show on the YouTube on replay, uh, on our on the Let's Get Ready Network there, make sure to like and give us a subscribe and uh, check out. Uh, we've had, we had some reviews dropping recently where uh, myself and Justin rant about how horrible the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie is. Uh, that was good. That was a, a lot of fun. Uh, not a lot of fun to watch the movie, but a lot of fun to uh, rant about uh, how fucking shitty it was. So uh, make sure to check that out. And we did a, a review of the original as well, which I had never seen before. First time I had ever seen the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Man, that is a awesome movie. It's the only uh, one worth watching. Let's just say that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just if you want to dive into the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise, watch the original and then just stop because right. nothing else real good has come since then. Although I hear some fun things about uh, part two, but uh, yeah. Soda, thanks as always for joining me here on the Dropkicks. Uh, we'll be back next time. Cheers, everybody. Have a great rest of your week. Mm-hmm.